Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. where we will find ourselves cultivating more friendship with Jesus, more fellowship with him, is by stepping into the things he calls us to. The clear things he gives you in scripture, there's clear commands, and then the more personal places where he's directing you into things, that's where you're going to really be developing friendship with him, where you know his heart, you know his character. What's the role of a servant? Are they at the master's beck and call? What makes them serve better? Is it knowing their ruler like the back of their hand? It's the same with those who believe in Jesus. I wonder how many of us lose sight of our purpose or we let the foundation of our faith crumble. Don't. Pastor David talks about this today. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor David in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1 as he continues his message, First Things. One of the areas he, he confronted me with this in the last year is in this passage here, and in, in a lot of his letters, he talks about eagerly waiting for his revealing. That we, the church, are the people who are eagerly waiting for the revealing of Jesus, the revelation of Jesus. We've spoken a lot about the thing of all that he has for us, all the promises that he has of, of the good restoration of the universe, right? Like We have been talking about that here at this church now for for months, the being excited for the fulfillment of all the promises, that it is his delight to give you his kingdom, the restored universe. But more than the things of the restored universe, we want to have relationship with him to where we're excited to see him, right? Not just that we would be excited to be at his house, but that we would be excited to be with Jesus himself. And the only way that that happens is if we're already cultivating relationship with him, right? If we're already spending time with him. And part of that, part of where this gets tricky for us, I think, is that right now, as good as that is, there's, there's an element of frustration that comes in. He tells us here in first, later in 1 Corinthians, he, he says in 1 Corinthians 13, right now we see him dimly. The day is coming when we'll see him face to face. But right now it's it's... As we press into him, there's murkiness, right? He says, it's like you're looking through a dirty window in a dim mirror. It's a distorted perspective. And so that, on the one hand, that can make this frustrating. That can make our connection with Jesus in this season frustrating. But on the other hand, that can actually drive our excitement toward the day when that's not true anymore. That my partial 
my broken connection with him now can actually stir me toward I want I want to have more of it now but I also can be it can get you excited for the day that it's no longer the case there's going to be a day where you're not wrestling through your own baggage and through the lies of the enemy there's going to be a day where that's not how we relate to him right now there is this confusion and wrestling and that's going to be done away when he is revealed but at the same time, we don't want to let that frustration keep us from pressing in, right? We don't want to settle for complacency. We need to press into him. And so, again, he tells us, remember what you did at first. Remember the first works. Press into those things. A lot of times, prayer and scripture are like basics of that. You know, those are foundational. Read your Bible and talk to him. And one other aspect of this that I think is, is really where kind of the rubber meets the road for building relationship with him is in obedience, in stepping into the things he calls us to. John chapter 15, verse 9, Jesus says, As the Father loved me, so have I loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I've told you these things so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. I think a big part of where we will find ourselves cultivating more friendship with Jesus, more fellowship with him, is by stepping into the things he calls us to. The clear things he gives you in scripture, there's clear commands, and then the more personal places where he's directing you into things, that's where you're going to really be developing friendship with him, where you know his heart, you know his character. And so you're excited for the day that it's not this murky stepping by faith, but that you have relationship with him now that it's like the long distance relationship with him that you're excited for the day when it's not distant anymore, but there's something there now. There's some substance there now. And that ties us into the next aspect of this. Point number two, he says, he has given you spiritual gifts. In Ephesians chapter four, He says, he who descended to us is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, until we all come to the unity of the faith and knowledge of the Son of God, to the perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we would no longer be children tossed to and fro, carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of man, in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but that speaking the truth in love to one another, we would grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its part, causes the growth of the body, for the edifying of itself in love. That passage, I feel like he has put on my heart for the last few years now for our church staff as vision for the future because what he's saying here is that the job of the more visible ministry roles, 
missionaries, evangelists, prophets, pastors, and teachers. He says, the job of those visible things, of those more ministry-looking roles, is to equip the whole body for our roles together, that we would all be building one another up, that we would all be helping one another fulfill the mission that he's given us. Every joint supplies the body with what it's supposed to, that every part does its share. And he says, he has given to you supernatural gifts, spiritual Holy Spirit gifts that he wants to work through you. He explains here further in 1 Corinthians in chapter 12, there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit, differences of ministries, but the same Lord, diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. The manifestation of the Holy Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. To one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another the gift of faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another workings of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But it is one and the same Spirit who works all these things, distributing to each one individually, personally, as he wills. He goes on a little later and he says, God has set the members of the body, each one, in just the right place in the body, just as he pleases. And if we were all the same, what kind of body would that be? But now you are the body of Christ and members individually. And God has appointed these in the church, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, administrations, varieties of tongues. But earnestly desire the best gifts. And he says he has intentionally given you individually supernatural gifts that are designed to flow out of the relationship with him, right? That growing up into him, we then supply one another with the things that he's given us to give to each other. We're so glad you tuned in today for today's message in the book of 1 Corinthians. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please. 
prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David, and thank you for joining us today. Tune in next time for another look at the book of 1 Corinthians here on Main Thing Radio. 